week's podcast with Truly Twinning. Last time or our last episode, Sam interviewed me and now I'm very excited to interview Sam. So Sam, are you ready? I'm ready to be in the hot seat. Let's go. You are in the hot seat officially. (laughs) And Sam has an idea of the questions because she asked me similar questions last week that I have for her. I'll have a little, you know, some curveballs I'm going to throw her way. So Sam, to get us warmed up, as a kid, when we were growing up, what did you aspire to be? And I know the answer to this. There were a few things. I think once upon a time, I thought I was going to go to the Olympics for horseback riding. And I thought that was going to be like my thing. But then, you know, you get older and you realize there are more to, more to life than sports. Mm-hmm. But there was also a phase where I loved reading and I loved books and I wanted to be a librarian, which is so go. odd. But there's, there's the winning. Or I, or I wanted to own my own bookstore maybe less odd than being a librarian, but I feel like those were the things I thought about. And then as we got older, it started to be more real that I thought I wanted to be a journalist, but then the journalism industry sort of completely changed while we were in high school and college. So that's why I ended up going into communications and PR. What about when you were a little activist in Westwood and you wrote that letter to City Hall saying how disgusted you were of people smoking. <laughs> there was that, which I only remember because mom showed me the letters that she we said. Gotta post, we gotta take a picture of that and post it. It's so funny. But there was also when we visited grandma in Miami and I wanted to save the manatees because they were endangered animals. So I posted all over grandma's building about how people could help save the manatees. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> so cute. So, you know, I was always doing good. You were. You're always doing really good things. Reading, saving manatees. <laughs> Unlike you, party, party girl. <laughs> <laughs> you were a party girl too. You just got away with it. Because sure. I, was, I was getting in trouble and you were the one actually partying. Sure. Okay. So my next question, Sam. What? is an embarrassing story of you as like kindergarten pre-k that you think back on and kind of makes you laugh well what comes to mind first I had no idea you were going to ask that question so you're lucky I can remember something on the spot is when we were in preschool I had a huge crush on one of the boys in class and Mom and dad got called that afternoon because during nap time, I had moved from my nap time mat, like they put out little mats for us, I guess. I had moved from my own mat to his mat, kissed him, and then ran back to my mat. And apparently that was, you know, frowned upon in preschool. You can't kiss the other classmates. So, um. Jumped on him. I think, I think you were in love. I think. Because there was a time where we were at the Norwood ice cream shop, which now I can't remember. Ice Jack. What it's called. Ice Jack. Ice Jack. And um, he was there and like drove by and like yelled out the window to me. So I guess you could say it was like a four-year-old love affair. But 
It was. And you know what? That is actually not the story I was thinking about, but I'm so glad you just willingly shared that with everyone. Around the same age, though, I remembered when maybe it was a year before and like pre-K when you were afraid to use the public restroom. Well, that was because we got locked in to one together. Sam was afraid to use the public restrooms at school and literally wouldn't use them, was so afraid, would have plenty of accidents. And me as her twin, I'd be like, what's what's going on? Because I didn't want her to get made fun of for like having an accident in the middle of the day. And it would like give me anxiety. I was like, what's wrong, Sam? Let's go together. Like girl code, come on, let's go. And Sam, the teachers felt so bad for her that she ended up using the bathroom in like the faculty lounge. Yeah, like, like the private bathroom. She was totally fine using her private bathroom that all the teachers used, like behind closed doors. And I think- I was afraid to get that, locked in. Huh? I was afraid to get locked in, like when you and I got locked into the Thai restaurant. Yeah, yeah. We, we had an incident where we got locked into a bathroom and it stuck with us for many years. <laughs> okay. So switching topics a little bit, Focusing on when we were a bit older, what sports did you play? So I started horseback riding when we were four, and I did that competitively from like age seven or six through 16. Then I stopped doing that to focus on high school sports, which is sort of a regret because I liked horseback riding way more than I did field hockey or lacrosse, but whatever. And um, so I did field hockey all four years and I was captain of the team with our friend Kristen senior year. And, you know, my my nickname was Beast with a Stick. So people might say I was good. I don't know. Or just a beast. One or the other. And then I played (laughs) lacrosse for two years but then I really didn't want to deal with all the running that the coach made us do and trying to keep our miles to like seven minutes and 30 seconds so I never played on the varsity team because I just couldn't deal with that's fine with that that was kind of so that's okay but that was really it I mean we played soccer and like town soccer growing up but I never really loved it and that's what you did you were really good at field hockey though yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you did. I just think now looking back, quitting horseback riding was an unnecessary thing to do. Agreed. Agreed, because you were very talented at that. I horses. Yes. Um, okay, so before I dive into more of the like adult career focused questions, I just want to go over all of the nicknames we've had for you from childhood through being an adult. And I feel like I would even need to brainstorm this, but you've already mentioned one, Beast with a Stick has- Which dad gave to me. Many of these will be from dad. Oh, I think a majority of them are from dad. Nicknames slash terms of endearment, let's call them. Um, So take it away. Well, from a young age, dad would call me Samuel, Samuel Jackson, there was like a song he had yeah. that had a nickname in it that I can't remember. I can't remember the song either, but there's always a little jingle that goes with his nicknames. Right. Yeah. 
Um, UL, Sam UL, that really stuck for sure. Beast with a stick. Right. Slammer. Slammer is a big one. Now that goes even into my current professional career because my mentor at my brokerage firm caught wind of that nickname and now that's what he calls me in the office. So Um, good. I'm trying to think of other ones. I really thought of Beast with a Stick, Slammer, and Samuel. Those are the main ones. But if we think of another one, we'll just, you know. Use it. Say it right out loud. Yeah. Um, Okay. So now as we, I'm asking the question as we get older now, what was your first job out of college? And was that job focused on something you actually studied in school? Um, Yes, it was. So the first job I had out of college was at the agency, PR agency that I worked at for 10 years until I recently left to do real estate and start a business with Kat. Um, It was called GCI Health. It's a part of a WPP, which is a large holding company. And I started there as an intern or account coordinator on like a three month, I guess, trial basis. And then that was paid. And then I got hired full time three months later. Um, And then I grew my career with that agency all the way up to VP um, a couple years before I left. And that agency focused specifically on healthcare um, and doing communications and public relations work for healthcare companies. So when I first started, I worked for um, an oncology brand for lung cancer treatments. I did public relations for Botox for chronic migraine and that specific indication. I did PR for an acne medicine, all kinds of things. And in college, I studied journalism, but I also had a minor or I double majored in health studies because I was always interested in like health and wellness in general. So getting the job at GCI sort of played into that health studies degree. Although so many people who worked there had like no background in health before working there. We, I learned the majority of all the science terms and, and FDA regulations and things like that, that I needed to know by doing the job. Yeah. I like asking that because I think a lot of people go to school and they think they're going to have a career with exactly what they major in, but they come to learn they end up going no. in a different direction. You like know. I was a sociology major. I didn't even major right. in hospitality. It's just, you know, and that makes sense. Like, you know, that's the study of people and human interaction and, mm-hmm. you know, so that, thank you for sharing that, Sam. Um, now, did you always envision yourself being self-employed and starting your own business or are you still like in a little bit of shock because you were different you went to school and majored in PR and that's exactly what you did it just maybe you didn't I majored major in, in journal I majored in journalism so a little oh, different but sorry. same thing <laughs> um No, I didn't think I was going to do my own thing. I remember dad talking to me a lot about like, oh, someday you'll open your own PR firm or you'll be a consultant and you'll have your own clients and you'll run your own show. And I thought it sounded like a great idea, but 
you know, a lot of like the big business and public relations is held under big, large PR firms that have a lot, you know, a big reputation. And so I wasn't sure that I really wanted to break out and do my own thing specifically in PR and try to have my own clientele base, especially when Phil and I moved to Denver, because then I would have been sort of mining for business locally here in most cases. Um, So I just never really thought about it. I just thought if I wanted to grow my career in a different direction or do something new, it would have been going in-house and working for a company, whether it was healthcare or otherwise, or working for a different agency even to try that out um, or a different industry. But in the end, here we are. Hmm. And aren't you so glad you're here with me? So glad. You should say that with a little more enthusiasm. <laughs> Try again. So glad, Kat. Couldn't be happier. Thank you. There is a lot of sarcasm there, but I'll, I'll take it. Um, okay. So what was your favorite vacation you've ever been on and your favorite hotel? Favorite vacation is a little hard because I feel like we've taken a lot of vacations like you know before we were adults that were pretty great or you know when mom and dad were still paying yeah I would assume your favorite vacation has something to do with me so well from growing up but (laughs) now I've taken many vacations without you so okay so I guess (laughs) right before the pandemic my husband Phil and I took a trip to Iceland and Amsterdam for our one year wedding anniversary. That was a good one. Of late, that's a great trip. He had never been to Europe. Neither of us had been to Amsterdam or Iceland. So super fun. It was like the first big trip we took like that together um, where we weren't with family. So that was awesome. Highly recommend. Um, but then I think, you know, we took awesome vacations growing up. Like I'll always remember going to the Grand Cayman when we were like in sixth grade, maybe. Yeah. Um, Aww, and we stayed at like an awesome resort. And like, now I feel like, I don't know, I don't go to the Caribbean or I don't think about it as much because we don't live on the East coast anymore, but that was a really cool, um, trip that we did with mom and dad. Same when we went yeah. to Italy when we were seven, like I remember parts of that trip even though we were so young and then when mom and dad had their 30th wedding anniversary and we went to Vegas and Zion I felt like that was an awesome trip even though we've been to Zion so many times okay so I asked for your favorite trip I think you've listed many (laughs) and then you said favorite hotel that's easier because I got married at the Ritz-Carlton Beaver Creek Bachelor Gulch in Colorado and I always loved that hotel, which is why we picked, we picked to get married there. So that holds like a special place in my heart. And yeah. same thing in Aspen at the St. Regis, because we stayed there for part of our road trip honeymoon. Um, so that hotel is also special and memorable for that reason. So basically like luxury brand hotels is my vibe. Bad and bougie, baby. <laughs> I- Last question. Last but not least. Okay. Please introduce to everyone who Belle is and then tell us how Belle has changed your life. 
Okay, so Belle, who's not here right now, so unfortunately I can't show her to everyone, but you can follow her at Belle and her beasts on Instagram, but she is our lovely Bernie's mountain dog. She's going to be two on August 25th, and we got her right when we got back from that trip to Iceland and Amsterdam. We had been talking about getting a dog. We had bought a house earlier that year. I wanted to get settled. I wasn't convinced we were ready for the dog. I wasn't sure I wanted the hair that came with the dog all over the new house we bought. And then we came home from Iceland and Amsterdam. We watched our friends, Bernie's, his name's Bourbon. He's an angel sent from heaven, this dog. And we watched him for one night. And I was like, I don't want to give this dog back. So guess we should get one. And Phil and I started calling breeders. And three weeks later, we picked up Belle because there was a breeder in Evergreen, Colorado who had two litters of burners and they all weren't accounted for. So we got Belle Thanksgiving of 2019 and I was still working from home for my previous employer. And it was a huge bonus to have Belle at home because I was spending so much time working and home by myself and Phil was still going to an office because this is all pre-COVID. And then during COVID, it was amazing to have Belle because then Phil and I were home all the time with her. Um, so we raised her just like we would our own human baby. And she's great. She's my best bud. Oh. Oh. I've had a really bad day and I, you know, just have to release some frustration with tears. She has been known to lick my tears. I know when you were really stressed out and you cried, Belle <laughs> licked your tears. That is just like the most amazing story ever. But you had that recorded. You'd be posting it. <laughs> It'd be like the best meme ever. Totally. <laughs> emotional support animals. Yes. I mean, she basically is an emotional support animal, service dog, whatever. Okay. And Sam, that's all the questions I have. I'm done. You did great. You passed. <laughs> And thank you all for tuning in and we'll be posting our next topic soon. Thanks everyone.